Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Thursday. It is September 1st of 2022. Uh, we bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of our life. And we give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, senior of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our first lady, Lady Paul Latt, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newsom, and to all of you, amen, that have joined us on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast today. God bless you. Greetings to all of you. Want to say a special shout and salute to our pastor and first lady, Murchison. Uh, happy anniversary. On yesterday uh, was their anniversary, and so we want to salute them and congratulate them on another year of a man having holy matrimony. So we thank and praise God for them uh, being our leaders and example. We thank God for them. And so I uh, just wanted to give that shout out. We're going to be brief today because prayer is at 1230. So we're going to be 20 minutes, but we wanted to introduce this uh, subject matter to you today. We're going to go on a brief word of prayer. Then we're going to go right to the scripture and then we're going to get on our face in prayer uh, on our prayer call today. So it starts at about 1230. So uh, for those of you that are looking on, probably are saying, hey, we got prayer at 1230. But we wanted to get this in and we will be back on tomorrow uh, at 12 uh, to 1 because uh, we need to uh, get this series um, off and going. We normally would start at 1 on Friday. But we're gonna start at uh, but we're gonna start at uh, twelve, which is our usual time on Friday, and we're gonna go a little longer, maybe till about uh, one fifteen. So we want you to be with us. That segment is gonna be about an hour and fifteen minutes. So please uh, join us if you desire to uh, be a part of the broadcast with us. So we want to go uh, before the Lord and ask the saints to pray for our sick among us, those that are bereaved, those in the hospital, especially those that are uh, experiencing. Uh, pain from the uh, senseless acts of violence that's happening in our city and abroad, our country. Uh, we know that um, the enemy is busy, uh, but we ought to be busier as people of God sharing the good news. And so we're not going to talk about what the devil is doing because the devil is busy. And Revelation says he's going to be loose for a thousand years. So if you can't deal with it now, it's going to be rough if you miss the rapture. But we want to go before the Lord in prayer uh, to pray for all of us because uh, we all need prayer and we need to be praying. And uh, if you say you ought to, you, you ought to have a prayer life. And so that's one of the things that we're going to be petitioning the Lord that we all would get on our face and pray together at a certain time. Because in the book of Acts, it did said they prayed and tarried on certain days. And I think prayer should always be a part of the believer's life. And so saints, we need to pray more and that we may see uh, maybe not changes in the world, but we may see a change in us that people might be drawn to God. So let's go before his throne, uh, pray for our mothers, our deacons, our pastors and first ladies, especially those in the hospital, those in nursing homes behind prison walls, pray for them. And let us pray for our children, our unsaved loved ones. Let us pray that souls will be saved and come to the Lord. 
Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your blessing today. Thank you for this broadcast. Thank you for our viewers and subscribers. Thank you, oh God, for just granting us the grace and mercy to be, oh God, a, a seed that can be planted. We thank you right now, Father, we pray that you would touch and honor requests and petition, oh God, of our leaders, our pastors, and our first ladies, that you would touch them, bless them, strengthen them now, encourage them now, especially those that have infirmities in their bodies. We pray, oh Lord, and that you would touch and grant healing in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. Help us to decrease that you may increase as we exhort for these last 10 to 15 minutes. Bless us, O oh Lord, that we may, O oh God, share a word of hope and encouragement to your people. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you for these blessings in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. All right. So there we go. We're going to go ahead and um, uh, talk from our subject today is it's going to happen. And our subtopic is God said it. And uh, when I thought about this subject and I said, it's going to be a real, real good series because um, a lot of things that we see uh, before us today, uh, you know, uh, children against their parents, um, you know, uh, just a big change in these last, uh, I don't know, these last four to five years has been a, a detrimental change in our society. And, uh, I wanted to bring our attention to the prophetic word of God, which is in Matthew 24. And so we're going to go there and read it for you. And he says here, uh, Jesus, uh, he's here teaching on the Mount of Olives to the, uh, disciples, which is going to be the apostles, uh, teaching them of the things that's going to happen, uh, not only just in their present, but in their near future. And he was getting them ready. And to make a long story short, he tells them about future events. But let's read it here. Matthew 24, chapter one. Go with us. We understand the whole 24th chapter of Matthew this week, uh, but we may make it down to 15. If we can make it down to 15 or 18 today, that'll be great. We'll see if we can do it in 15 minutes. But he says here, and Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. All right. So we're going to put this on the screen for you so you can see it. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Matthew chapter 24. Go to Matthew 24. So it's going to pull up Matthew 24 for us, hopefully. And we want to show you something here. Okay. And Matthew 24 here. Uh, he specifically uh, shares something that's very vital and important um, for us to look at. So let's let's take a look at. He says here. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And he says. And his disciples came to him. Uh, for to show him the buildings of the temple. All right. 
when he left out of the temple, the disciples came to him to show him buildings of the temple. So they wanted to show Jesus the fanfare of what was built, you know. And let's take a look here. And Jesus said unto them, See not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there should not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. This must have just shook their world because they want to show Jesus the temple. They want to show him how beautiful they was and how uh, Herod had helped the Jews remodel the temple. Hmm? And they want to show how beautiful it is. Hmm? But look, uh, they were looking at an earthly dwelling place. This is what I want to share with the, you all today. If I don't get any farther today, but I want to share this in this exhortation. They was looking for an earthly dwelling place that was going to be temporal or temporary. But Jesus was more focused on uh, eternal dwelling resting place for the people of God. And this is why he says here, one stone won't be left upon another. And he was talking about the death, burial, and resurrection here. You know, but they thought he was talking about tearing this temple down. I alluded to it in the other series, but I thought it would be good to bring it back in at this point because Sometimes we as believers in the times that we're in, we're focused on all the violence, all the things, all the shakeup, all the rattling that's going on. And we should not be troubled in mind or spirit because we know these things are going to take place. Praise God. But we should be more focused with having a closer relationship and hearing the voice of God, having a prayer life, hearing the voice of God, that we might sound the alarm that somebody might get saved. Hmm? I'm not, you know, uh, I'm concerned, but I'm not worried. Oh, oh, glory be to God. It's a difference. Pastor, uh, my pastor, Bishop Murchison, alluded to it in a couple series, a Bible class a few weeks ago about how to deal with adversity. I'm concerned, but I'm not worried. Praise God. Because we know what's going to happen in this life. And we must gird up ourselves in our faith and our hope and our trust in God. Hmm? Because these things are going to happen because God said it was. Oh, glory be to God. So ain't no sense me getting all shook up because... He was trying to let the disciples knew some, know something here. And he let them know the building was going to be torn down and built back. But they were shook up about it. Hmm? And he sat upon the Mount of Olives and the disciples came unto him privately. They were shook up when he said to this. And they say unto him and they saying, tell us when shall these things be? Now, he tell them uh, what was going to happen. You know, oh, Lord have mercy. Well, he prophesies about this as well. 
but he also talks about the destruction of Jews Jerusalem. So he talks about twofold here. But I, I use the death, burial, and resurrection because he was going to die and be raised the third day. He was going to be raised the third day. But now he also had shared with them that shook them up so vividly that Jerusalem was going to be burned up and destroyed. That was also prophesied in Isaiah. It was, it was talked about in the old prophetic word of God in, in the previous uh, law. It, it talked about Jerusalem being torn down and destroyed. Now, I just want to let you know, theologically, we, we, we got it covered, okay? So they, they you know, you know they, they didn't understand, but they were being reminded. So take a look here. And, they, and as he sat up on the Mount of Olives, uh, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when shall these things be? Now, we're getting ready to close out here. And what shall be the sign of thy coming? Hmm? and the end of the world. They wanted to know a lot of stuff. Praise God. Look at this. So do we. You know, we want to know when is this stuff going to be over? Because all this stuff we're dealing with now is rough. You know, you park your car at the church and you subject get out of church and your car not be there. Hmm? And, you know, you ought to thank God they didn't take you along with it. Praise God. That's the blessing right there. And we all upset because they took the car. Hmm? I'm not worried about no car. I'm not going to be scared to go to Bible class because I'm scared somebody going to break in the house. Hmm. Now, if they break in, I just hope they break in without me in it. Hmm? Praise God. That's the, that's the blessed hope right there. Because if they break in with me in it, then that's trouble. But if I'm not there, it's just stuff they have taken. Oh, praise God. And so we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be worried about all these different things. We should be concerned about our soul. And Jesus hits the point, and I'm getting ready to get out of here now. He hits the point in 24 and 4. And Jesus said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Don't you know we are human beings? We are men and women in God, and we can be deceived. He said, take heed that no man, if you're a man and a woman, you can deceive yourself. And this is the most critical thing that we're dealing with now in the church. People are deceived. You deceive if you think you cannot pray, you cannot fast, you can, oh Lord, you cannot attend Bible class and attend spiritual gatherings and be strong. You deceive. You didn't deceive yourself. And some people feel like Sunday school and Bible class ain't necessary, but you just deceived your own self. So I'm here today to let you know, take heed that no man deceive you. When the pandemic happened, I'm finna get out of here now. I, I, I don't think I'm gonna get past verse five. Uh, when the pandemic happened, and I'm not just talking about the pandemic, and even after the pandemic, even before the pandemic happened. You got some people, you never see them at prayer. And my question is, if I never see you at prayer, are you saved? Oh, glory be to God. Because at some point, now I'm not, I'm not drawing no, I'm not drawing no line between nobody. I'm saying 
at some point you ought to want to pray corporately with the body of Christ. Yeah, everybody got their own prayer life. Hmm? But if you look at the book of Acts, he talked about them praying, and I'm going to get it later on in the next chapter, I mean the next segment uh, of, of this broadcast. He said they prayed and they tarried on certain days. So if we're believers and we're supposed to be together doing this together, because we're not going to heaven by ourselves, there should be a time that you would want to set aside to pray with other believers because we all need help. We're all going through things. Praise God. And I'm not harping on that just to deal with that point. I'm dealing with the point of you see how we can be deceived. We can deceive our own self. And then we can come to church and do our same ritual just like Samson did. Glory. I got to get out of here, y'all. I got to go. We're going to get into prayer. Just like Samson did. You shaking. You know one thing about uh, Bishop, uh, our our previous presider, Bishop Scott, he, he sat down and talked to me as a young man. And he says, son, when the bird land on the branch of a tree, praise God, when he takes off, he uses his legs to thrust off that limb. Don't you know when that bird takes off, the branch is still shaking, but the bird is gone. Oh, glory be to God. And that's like some of us in the spirit, we still shaking, but the Holy Ghost, oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Lord. The Holy Ghost has left. I got to get out of here. I wanted to exhort you today. I don't want to be deceived in these last days. Hmm? I don't want to be preaching. I don't want to be dancing. I don't want to be running. And God is not there. Oh, glory be to God. I, I, I got to get out of here, y'all. But I want to let you know God said it and it's going to happen. Oh, glory be to God. But I want you to be encouraged today, my friend. Make sure if you can, you get on that prayer line with us, whether it be by phone, whether you be down at the church at, at prayer at 12 and 6 o'clock. Uh, I don't know what this church, uh, this Latter-day church is. It's the same church, but uh, sometimes I do, you know, sometimes I, I just do a double take because it's like the church, oh, glory be to God. When we were brought up, and I ain't talking about what used to, I'm telling you what's happening now. Our bishop, we work 12-hour shifts, and I'm fitting close. We work 12-hour shifts, and I would call the pastor and say, man, I'm wore out. Pastor, I'm tired, you know. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, getting off a little late. I'm getting off at six 30. I'm working from six in the morning to six 30 at night. Praise God. And I ain't went home, had no dinner. I ain't had number water and my lunch at work on the days that we weren't fast. But to make a long story short, guess what we did? We went to Bible class straight from work. Oh, glory be to God. Some, oh, somebody was think I cursed when I said that. Hmm? Because people now, if they got to work a half an hour over or two hours over, whatever they got to work over, you won't see them at Bible class. Praise God. But this is what made us, this is what, oh, glory be to God, this is what caused us to be where we are today because every little thing don't deter us. Praise God. 
And Jesus was telling these the apostles and getting them ready, these disciples ready to let them know some things were going to happen because he said it, but he didn't want them to be moved. He didn't want them to be uh, full of anxiety, praise God. And so I want to say to you today, saints, don't be filled with anxiety, but most of all, do not deceive yourself into thinking because you have a gift and a talent hmm, that God is present. Because the Bible says the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. So I want to let you know, we all uh, may have a gift, hmm, but I want to let you know the anointing comes from God. And if you want the anointing, meet me in prayer. If you want the power, meet us in prayer. If you want the, oh, the presence of the Lord, go before the Lord in prayer. And do it with other strong praying believers. These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. We got to go. Um, our prayer starts at 1230. It is 1229. Uh, we hope to see you on the uh, next series, which is on tomorrow between 12 and 1.15. So if the Lord's will, we'll see you tomorrow. May God bless you. Uh, we love you with the love of the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, may God bless you in Jesus' name. God bless you.